Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles, the next generation, right here on Tojanet, Pararex, and beyond. I am Ron Kolick, also known as Bunker Cakes. Well, that's what it says in the Pararex chat room, I'm Bunker Cakes. Where the hell did I come up with these names? I don't know. Anyways, uh, with me is... The blonde bombshell herself, Miss Ann Carrigan. Hi. <laughs> what do they call you? Bunker cake? cakes. What the hell is a bunker cake? A bunker cake? Yeah, bunker cake. I have no clue. I don't know, but it doesn't. It, it can't possibly be good. I know what. I'm changing that right now. Who gave you that name? I don't know. When you go into the log into like the Parex chat room, the chat room they give you names and. They gave me bunker cakes. <laughs> I fixed that. I am now Van Helsink, so that's all done and good. So, good. So, bunker just cakes. Go in and freak. fix that. Yeah, whatever. So, anyways, um, we are back from our. Uh, what was that we did last year? The video thingy, right? Last year? Yeah, or last, last week. week. Yeah. Last year. When you get to be my age, a week is a year. A week is a year. Yes, it's, we have. It's like, our, you know, our, it's seven years and dog years. Well, it's a week is seven, one year <laughs> and Van Helsink years. <laughs> you confuse me. Oh, my goodness. Excuse well, me? Well, yes, Did we had say? live broadcast last week and uh, had, had our guest Andrew Lake on and heard all about his exciting and crazy investigation and uh, where they were writing stuff on the walls and sounds pretty cool. But, and <laughs> Ron's like camera disappeared and mysteriously reappeared. Yeah, my so, camera, right. Yeah, that's strange. I still can't So remember. explain to me. So the camera came back to you at your office? I don't know if it came back to me. It, it appeared there. We're, it, it appeared there. Appears it so. Appeared. So were you at your house or your office? My house. Your house. Okay, yep. so it was your home office, and it was yeah. not next to your keyboard when you went out to get the mail, and you came My in. My desk is it, so, you know, I've got stuff everywhere, and there's only one clear spot in the entire place, and that's where my keyboard is. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this, yes? And so I know it wasn't there, because I've looked, tore apart everything for it, and couldn't find it anywhere. We retracked my footsteps and all that crap. Yep. And uh, yeah, and all of a sudden, I went out to get the mail, and I came back, and whoop, there it is. Wow. Hmm. Well, maybe Emily was just hanging on to it for a week, and uh, threw it back when she didn't need it anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the interesting thing is, I checked to make sure that there were any extra pictures on it. Yeah, uh-huh. I know, right? That would be cool. Wouldn't it really? We know that would be cool. <laughs> we just wait for stuff like that to happen, but, you know, but, you know it really I, does. 
I, I was interested in your reaction uh, when you know you said that there was writings up here and you thought that was cool. Wouldn't that scare the crap out of you, especially like I said, like kill you and stuff like that? Probably, but I think it. I'd, I'd, I'd be afraid, but I would think it was cool at the same time. Exactly. That's what we cool. live. I, can we live for that stuff? We're paranormal investigators. Like we pray that something is going to happen. No run, do run. No run, dude, run. No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely yeah, that was like uh, when we were doing table tipping with Jeremy and uh, uh, what was his name from Rose Island? Oh, God, I can't forget his name. David McGurdy? McGurdy. McGurdy, yeah. Yep. And uh, anyways, uh, sure enough, uh, the table kept going to Jeremy, and Jeremy goes, oh, Please don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> what would it do? Jump up and bop him in the head? No, it just it pressed into his chest. Oh. Dude, table tipping can very, be very interesting at times. I mean, I, the first mm-hmm. time I did it, the table flipped over, and uh, they call it hugs, and I try to push it away from me, and it <laughs> pushed me back against the wall, and, and the two legs pinned on me on each side of my throat. Wow. Mm. That's terrible. Uh, well, I didn't think so, but I thought it was cool. It <laughs> pinned you on either side of your throat? Yeah. The three you didn't think that was terrible? I, I, that might concern me. But it yeah. is just a table. You can push it away. No, you right. couldn't. Could. <laughs> that was I the could. deal. Uh, hmm. Okay. <laughs> but that was the uh, story. So that was, I mean, we've had interesting things. I mean, you know, I've had the spirit go through me at the uh, end at Washington Square. Where the next day, my entire chest was bruised. And mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you have that weird stuff happen. And, of course, with mm-hmm. Maureen, that's another story altogether. <laughs> well, I've never had that stuff happen to me. Oh, that's a shame. Yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that might freak me out a little bit. But no, you know, seriously, I mean, my husband's had had that happen to him, had something just go right through him. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the guy who wants nothing to do with it, that's the one it always happens to. Mm -hmm. But um, he didn't have bruises, but he felt like an iceberg passed right through his chest. Oh, I actually got pushed backwards. I mean, actually thrown backwards, so. Wow. 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 Weird stuff that the paranormal <laughs> strains, that's for sure. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's interesting. And, uh, you know, I mean, I think that's what we really want is things to happen, right? That's true. That's why we're out there. Yeah. So why else? You know, we don't want to go out and go, oh, I don't want anything to happen to me. Yeah, and then the same thing, you go and you get people that will come on and you say, you, you guarantee I see a ghost, right? And it's like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm, I know. But anyway, so what's coming up with you? Are you going away? Are you flying to Florida or something? I I am. I'm very excited. Um, The weekend after Mother's Day. Ooh. Flying down to Florida, down to Miami to visit my very good friend, Lizzie who moved there a couple years ago. I haven't seen her in a long time, and I'm very excited. I'm wicked excited. Wicked excited. Wicked 
So like Lizzie, Lizzie was actually a paranormal investigator as well, correct? Yes, she was. Yep. Is yep. she doing that in Florida, or did she, like, hang up her paranormal hat? Yeah, she hung up her um, paranormal investigation apron. But, you know, she she is um, she is a psychic herself, and she still does uh, the occasional reading. But mostly she's just teaching now. Um, but, uh, yeah, she had Bay State Paranormal for a while over in Taunton, and uh, I miss her. So I'm going to fly to Miami and go see her. Oh, uh, cool. That's my Mother's Day gift. So um, Bay State Paranormal, you were also a member of that group at one time, right? I was, yeah. Yep, they kind of morphed along the way. Um, but, yes, I was a member of that group for a while. And um, it was a big group, and, and it just kind of dwindled and dwindled and dwindled until it just dwindled away. <laughs> mm-hmm. It happens sometimes, you know. But, people... yeah, we had some good investigations, and everybody was really, you know, really very serious about it. And, um, you know, we enjoyed it. We all enjoyed it. It was just, you know, you have to get the right place and, and just keep visiting it. And it's it's hard to do that with a large group. It, it is. It is in a way. But, I mean, sometimes you do need a large group. For instance, when we did the Nonantum Hotel, that was a monstrous hotel, and we could actually use a, a, a lot of investigators. Uh, I mean, it was I mean, a really huge place. So sometimes you do need it. And uh, so I don't know. So, I mean— it's, we're waiting for our guest to. to uh, we're trying to get a hold of our guest right now. But anyway, I was just about to ask you that. I'm, I'm like, are we stalling for time? <laughs> no, 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 we're not. No, no. We actually uh, we're going to have uh, a, a young lady who uh, I just spoke to the other day, and I guess she's uh, with us now. So, anyways, um, she is the proprietor. I think she's proprietor because I didn't really get the the relationship, but I'll say that for now, and then she can correct me. She's the proprietor of the Ott Hotel in Liberty, Texas, and she is Susan McCain. Susan, are you there? I am here. How are you today? So good. Are you a proprietor or not? I am the owner, proprietor, bottle washer, mopper. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Susan. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks. So here's the deal. It's like um, somehow uh, we became friends on Facebook. Thank God for Facebook, huh? I know. <laughs> and, and I looked and I says, I looked at, you know, I went on your Facebook page and it's like, oh, this place is haunted. I said, geez, I'm not aware of this place. So uh, as I find out, it, it's been investigated quite a bit time. Uh, so I asked Susan to come on the show to kind of fill us in and, and let us know what's happening there. So why don't we start with the history, uh, Susan, of, of the hotel itself? Okay. Well, of course, we're in Texas, so forgive my accent. Um, <laughs> we like that. It's okay. <laughs> the, the piece of property that we have here actually goes back almost 300 years. And what started this was we had purchased this condemned building from the granddaughters of the Ott, which is what the hotel's named after, Ott Hotel. And um, as we were, I was doing the history, I found out that this goes all the way back to when the Spaniards came through going to Louisiana to fight the French in the 1700s. Hmm. And then we skipped. 
skip a couple hundred years, and there were what they call the Kawankawa Indians mm-hmm. who um, also inhabited this section of Texas. And then after that, Mexico took over. <coughs> and that's when it really got interesting was um, Mexico called this place, this city called Atascacito Libertad. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Our Lady of Light on the River, because we are right on the Trinity River. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. And, yeah, you can take you five minutes to walk from the hotel to the river. And so as I started digging up the history on this place and found out that this was Mexican territory, I also learned that this particular section of Liberty and downtown were land grants given from the Mexican government. So, okay. yeah, so I was like, well, okay, well, what was here when the Mexicans were in charge? And there was a little marketplace here and a house on this property. Then you skip another hundred years, and then <laughs> there was a law office on this property. And then we get to the land grants. There was a man named James B. Woods, and he was actually from Kentucky. And he had come to what is now called Liberty, and he was given one of these land grants. Well, he was given the land grant that the hotel actually sits on, the property. And then I found out that as I was searching him, he was a lawyer, and he actually was the allocate in 1834 here in Liberty. And what allocate is kind of like the mayor, the judge, and the sheriff all wrapped in one. Uh-huh. And he, he had to be appointed by the governor, and they were only allowed to you to be the allocate for one year at a time. Mm-hmm. So as I was researching that, I was like, okay, well that's interesting. I didn't know anything about that. Come to find out that in 1835, Mr. Woods signed the Texas Declaration of Independence. Oh, oh. cool. Yes. So. Um, I was like, well, okay, we may have something here. Mm -hmm. So we now have a historical marker on this property for Mr. James B. Woods. It's on the Texas Registry of Historic Places um, since he was a signer of the Texas Declaration of Independence and he fought in the Texas Army. Then you skip into another 100 years and you come up to 1900. And that's about the time we find Mr. Ott. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Mr. Ott purchased uh, this property and decided to build a hotel because he actually had a hotel in Dallas. He had a boarding house in Conroe, Texas, and then he built this hotel in Liberty, Texas. And um, at the time, that was the early to mid-20s, and then, of course, you had the oil field booms here in Texas and spindle top and... Uh, we have what we call the South Liberty Oil Field um, started pumping oil. And then, of course, you had Prohibition, and you had entertainment, <laughs> I'll put it that way. Okay. And uh, I, tell, I tell people when we give the tours, I said Mr. Ott was extremely intelligent. You had a young man, the Great Depression's going on up north in 1933, and they're going to come to Texas and make it rich in the oil field. And they go out and they get a job and they work and they get a paycheck and they come to town. Well, they come to the Odd Hotel. They get them a room. And then, of course, there was a barber shop upstairs. And um, 
So they get all cleaned up, gussied up, and then you come downstairs to the dining room and you would get something to eat. Now, remember, this is 1933. There's not a whole mm-hmm. lot of TV going on or right. uh, Xboxes or cell phones. <laughs> so it's in the middle of Prohibition. Well, I've never heard of a Texan who um, is going to, um, how do I put this politically correct, <laughs> not have their choice of beverage. Let me put right. it that way. <laughs> Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is, aren't there some counties in Texas today that dry, that are dry? Oh yes, there still are. In fact, Liberty County just became wet this year. Wow! wow. <laughs> yeah, That's they 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 finally they finally voted it in this year. So yes, so for the beginning of time, Liberty has been dry. Party and liberty! Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, party! <laughs> so then, of course, you would get your beverage choice and then of course you would need some entertainment for the evening Mm -hmm. so uh that would include uh some of the history ladies we have and you would have your entertainment so next week when you got your paycheck i tell everybody this is walmart one stop (laughs) shopping when you got your paycheck next week those young men or even older men would come back to the odd hotel Mm -hmm. and would do the exact same thing wow so mom didn't get any money, or that wife back up in New York or something didn't get any money. I'm sure they got telegrams saying, sorry, honey, haven't found a job yet, mm-hmm. you know. So we now have a historical marker on the Texas registry for the hotel itself. Mm-hmm. So this piece of property actually has two Texas historical markers, and the paperwork has been sent in for a national park. Registry. Oh, that's cool. So hopefully. But as we were going along doing all this history, we found extra guests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had uh, one of the judges here in town uh, had come by to uh, see the hotel when we were putting it back to its original state. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing, the, you know, um, the declaration of how many people had passed away in this building. And the judge said, and I told him, I said, there's two on the paperwork from the granddaughter. And we're the first ones to own it outside of the family, the Ott family. Mm-hmm. And the judge looked at me. He said, no, that's wrong. And I said, well, what do you mean that's wrong? And he said, I've done at least 20 inquiries in here myself over the years. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. just about that time, all the doors on the second floor of the hotel went, Boom, 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 boom. Closed all the way around. (laughs) And so my husband and I are standing there, and the judge is standing there, and we're like, hmm, okay. (laughs) You know, we've been here 13 years, and that judge has never come back in the building. (laughs) (laughs) So he he had his secretary look up several things. We have 26 verified death certificates of both murders and suicides in this building. Wow. Wow. And I can tell you just about who is who and who's hanging around in what room. (laughs) And we have Miss Lucy. She's in her room. Well, before we get into the the specific ghost, I mean, was this the first incident where you began to believe the place was haunted? I mean, how did you come to that? How did I come to that? Yeah. 
Well, I was the biggest skeptic you would ever, ever meet. And in, mm-hmm. and a lot, it takes a lot for it to get put onto my, what I call the ghost computer in my office. <laughs> um, because I will debunk something in a heartbeat. Okay. I'd be like, oh, that's the light, or oh, that's, like, that's a glare, or that, you know. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when we were inspected and they said we could open up for business, I was upstairs putting the antique rooms together, and it used to kind of creep me out to go upstairs. But I was up there, and I looked down the hallway, and there's nobody up there. And I'm thinking, well, this is stupid. I'm a grown woman. This is ridiculous. (laughs) You know, so I go back in this particular hotel room, and I'm hanging up the curtains and things. And just about that time, a hand goes across my neck and pulls my hair up. Oh, well, oh. I I had a freak. <laughs> uh. um, I probably used every dirty word I knew plus a few. <laughs> and it was like, oh, no, you are not going to touch me. <laughs> and so I had this little meltdown talking to nobody at the time I thought in this room. And um, after that, I hear everything now. Mm-hmm. Huh. So but, before but Susan, that, I would have told you it doesn't happen. It's not true. People yeah, that's what I was something. trying to get at, Susan. When you first bought the property, were there any reports of it being haunted prior to, I mean, that you knew about when you bought the property? No, not when we bought it until mm-hmm. several years later, one of the grandsons of the aunt came by and he brought some pictures. And I was like, well, come in and see what we've done and mm-hmm. all of that. And he would not get off the front porch. <laughs> yeah, and no I, and, yeah, and I'm like, hmm. And so his comment was, this place was haunted before they built it. Oh. So he had been in, in this hotel off and on for his 70 years of his life, and he refused to come in. Mm. So that told me, okay, and his comment of this place was haunted when they built it tells me, and a lot of our evidence we have, some of it is hotel-related, a lot of it is Mm property-related, like what was here before the hotel. Right. So obviously, yeah, you're very close to Mexico, right? Oh, yes, yes, very close. You must be, like, right near the border. Yes. Yeah, you can't. You don't think you can get any further than Houston, uh-huh. but we are. <laughs> Houston's like on the water, and you know we're we're just a little bit you know further southeast than that. You wouldn't think you could get any further. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, so then we then then I made one phone call thirteen years ago, and it was to the Louisiana Paranormal Group. Mm-hmm. And I called them specifically so they could come in here and say, there's nothing here. Um, all these people are crazy. This stuff is not happening. So I called them, and they graciously came. And um, they stayed about, well, they were planning to stay for two days, and they left after one. Wow. And their comment really? was, we have so much evidence. And they said, there is no doubt that you are more than haunted. <laughs> so after that, it just kind of, we didn't really publicize it. You know, it's just been more word of mouth since we've owned it. But mm-hmm. now that we know that it's gone back for at least 70 years from the grandson. Right. So I started doing research, and we've had people, 
come by that said, hey, I stayed here in the 40s or in the 50s and whatever. And and then I've had some come by and say, well, my aunt killed herself in here. And oh, so, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. So we get affidavits and we get real names. And so most of our extra guests is what we call them. Um, we actually know who they are and we know what happened to them whether they were shot or took their own lives. We have one man, Mr. Blaha. Well, we're going to talk about the ghosts after the break. Okay. But right, right now, we, get, we only get a couple minutes before the break. So could you give us a, a basically a, a layout of the hotel? How big is it really and, and you know, how many rooms and, and what's the layout of it? When you pull up to the front of the hotel, it looks kind of like uh, the size of a two-story house. Okay. But it has a huge five-bay porch on the front. But when you walk into the lobby, we take up a full city block. Oh, so okay. we have wow. actually, it's a 50-room hotel, and it's oh, two yeah, stories. That's, that's, yeah. And oh, so yeah. we we take up, and we run right along the railroad track, and <gasps> because this used to be the main road before the highway was built. <laughs> and so it was on the main road, and we are like maybe 30 yards from the train depot. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. Is this still operational? It's not still operational, but they did come in, and they fixed it and cleaned it up and repainted it and restored the outside. Uh And so we have a lot of people that come and take pictures of the train depot and then come take the tours or or come over and uh, spend the night with us. So so if we come stay there, we can uh, not have to worry about the train waking us up. Oh, you'll be awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll, you'll be awake. Yeah. We'll be awake lot, anyways. Yeah, a lot of people say, how do you sleep through that train? And I was like, you get used to it. Plus, my bedroom's on the back side of the hotel, so I don't hear it as bad as, as some of the guests on the other oh, okay. side of the building. Oh, so it does still, it just still runs. Oh, yeah, the still it runs oh, okay. 42 times a day. <laughs> oh, my Lord. I guess it oh does run. <laughs> yeah, it, it runs a lot because it, it's yeah. the main line between... Uh, Houston, Texas, going to okay. Louisiana, to well, New we Orleans. Have to take, we have to take a break right now. Uh, you're listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Kerrigan and Ron Kolick. Our special guest is Susan McCain of the Art Hotel. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the ghosts of the hotel. We'll be right back after the following messages. <laughs> I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2. But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. 
Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest this evening, Susan McCain from the Haunted Ott Hotel in Liberty, Texas. There you go. So anyways, before the break, uh, she was telling us about the history of the place. And now let's talk about the ghosts. And you have more than one there, right? Oh, yes. We have several. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually we actually have names and uh, dates on most of them. We do have some that um, we're not quite sure. So uh, the residents and some of the um, staff that worked here many years ago um, kept a notebook and um, would track them, and they they named some of them, such as, like, Stinky Bob. <laughs> and, Stinky Bob? Um, Stinky Bob. Stinky he, Bob. He, um, how do you explain He smells like a cigar <laughs> and a week-old dead thing. You know that smell? That's what uh, Stinky Bob smells like. I don't think I know now, about the dead thing smell. The cigar, yeah. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. Well, did, you ever, did you ever smell your, your husband's socks? It's the same thing. No. Uh, yeah, <laughs> something like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> something exactly like that. Uh, we don't actually know that his name is Bob, but someone many, many years ago, uh, Bob Wills, Roy Acuff, Dale Evans, and the Playboys actually stayed here at the hotel. Oh. And... Um, Evidently, he had handmade cigars, I guess, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. I don't smoke, so. But way back when, the smell um, smelled kind of like I guess the cigars he he smoked. So they called him Bob, mm-hmm. and then Stinky just because he smells. It's just it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and when you when you're here, if uh, Stinky Bob decides to visit you, you know it. Uh, In fact, we had uh, two ladies uh, downstairs staying, and um, it was, oh, I don't know, about 6 in the morning, and I come into the office, and um, they're standing in the hallway, and I'm like, well, good morning, ladies, and they're like, good morning, and I said, you know, y'all are out in the hallway awfully early, you know, and and they said, do you have a sewer problem? And I said, oh, I hope not. (laughs) <laughs> and I said, why? You know, is something backing up? And they're like, and one of the ladies, Mary Jo, she said, well, I had this smell in my room, and then it kind of went down and through the door, mm. and she said, I was following it. And then the other lady, Carol, who was in the room across the hall, she said, 
well, something awful smelt in my room, and she said, I came out to see if there was a problem. And she said, I ran into to Mary Jo. And I said, well, where did the smell go after that? And they're like, well, we don't know. We just kind of left. <laughs> and I said, well, I will introduce you ladies to Stinky Bob. <laughs> and so they were just kind of looking at me, and I was like, yes, it's true. Mm. And, and and they were like, and then so one of the ladies, Mary Jo, she goes, well, I guess that's my first encounter of meeting Stinky Bob. And I said, let's <laughs> hope you don't have another one. <laughs> oh, man. So we, yeah. also, we also, in one of the rooms that Miss Carol was staying in, is the room that Bonnie and Clyde stayed in when they were here. Oh, oh wow. Bonnie and Clyde. Bonnie cool. and Clyde. Uh-huh. We are only... 45 minutes away from Galveston, from the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bonnie and Clyde stayed here before they went to the family reunion in Galveston. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, of course, everybody knows what happened to them after that. But in that particular room, we have a black shadow man that stands by the window and will actually will actually move the curtain like he's looking out the curtain. And uh, we had a, a gentleman staying there, and uh, he told me the next day. He said, "Well, he said I wasn't I wasn't freaked out. He said I was laying in the bed. And he said I saw this black figure walk across the room, and he mm-hmm. said I was awake. He said I wasn't asleep, and he said I watched it, and it went and stood by the window. And he said he that he had the curtain open just a crack." And the gentleman staying the night, and he said, well, you know, I'm ready to go to bed. Why don't you just close that curtain? And the <laughs> curtain closed. Oh. So not saying that Bonnie and Clyde are here. I'm just saying that's the room that they were in. Okay. And so we, we have an extra guest in that room. <laughs> and then our most famous guests are Lucy and Joshua. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that the granddaughter had actually uh, declared on the paperwork. Lucy and Joshua were actually, this is back in like 1930, um, were married at one point and then divorced. I found them on the U.S. Census records. Mm-hmm. And on our security camera, it picks up a man and a woman arguing all the time, and there's nobody there. <laughs> and then it picks up the gunshot. Oh. And Lucy and Joshua are both. She's dead in the doorway of the hotel room. He's on the outside of the door right in the upstairs lobby area by the staircase. And the uh, pa- the paperwork from the police department from back then just says, one bullet, two dead people. Wow. So, yeah. So we had many, many investigations. We've had 52 here over the years. Wow. Oh, wow. And Lucy's room is one of the most interesting rooms. Um, she's very interactive. She's very, you can catch her on the EVPs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have one picture of her in full apparition standing in the middle of the room. Um, mm-hmm. We have her on EVPs uh, saying they asked Miss Lucy who killed you, and she, a very plainly woman's voice says, John. Oh, so she's she's very, and then you can. I'll be up there cleaning, or the guests have reported a lot that they'll smell uh, rose perfume. Mm-hmm. 
right there in the hallway or in, in the doorway of that room. And then we also have a picture. We're not sure it's Joshua, but I pretty much have decided it is mm-hmm. a large six-foot male figure with a cowboy hat and boots on walking in front of that door. And that's wow. also been caught on video as well as the boots on EVP and on still picture. So mm-hmm. he's he's coming to that door. So um, we don't know exactly or probably will never know who killed them, but mm-hmm. we do know that it had to be a third person because both Joshua and Lucy are dead. Wow. Right. So, and that's, mm-hmm. that's one of our most active rooms. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you've had, you said you've investigated over 50 times. I mean, uh, and didn't I, I think you mentioned that the Ghost Hunters, the TV show actually was there as well? We have had the Ghost Hunters. We have had the Sci-Fi Channel. We have had the A&E Channel. We had ABC News doc, do a documentary as well as news report. Um, oh, my goodness. Just just so many and that all came I never I only called the one time to Louisiana mm-hmm. and then after that all of this has been basically word of mouth mm-hmm. and smaller groups like you know three or four will come in um, we do a lot of more smaller groups now that we're actually up and functioning and running you know mm-hmm. and have all everything put back to 1920 Um but we still do have, um, we have a man right now, um, it's called My Ghost Story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and so they have contacted us twice now mm-hmm. about, you know, doing something with them. So right. that'll probably be the next one, you know, that comes, comes and, and actually does a television um, thing. And then we've been, you would make my third radio interview oh cool very cool over the, over the years now so, uh i mean you you do you, are you open for investigations in other words if if somebody listening to some has a group and how would they uh contact you and and are you open for investigations yes they just need to give me a call it's on the on facebook or it's 936-336-3832 mm-hmm. and they need to make sure they ask for susan because I'm the only one that books the haunted rooms or books the tours or anything like that. Uh, nobody else does that. That's, that's <laughs> and just me. <laughs> did you ever in your life, and, and now I, I read on one of the, uh, you know, the websites that, you know, if you Google the Historic Arts Hotel. Because yes, you everywhere. don't have a website, right? Well, it's it's in limbo right now, yes. It's in limbo. But, I mean, did you ever in your life envision yourself doing this i mean you guys were um ministers yes oh no this is crazy (laughs) yeah i I just it's just so funny yeah well a lot of people ask ask me and they'll say well how can you be a christian and believe all that garbage and i look at them after 13 years and and (laughs) the evidence and stuff and i was like and we've done a lot of reading and researching and i'm like well really how can you be a christian and not believe Mm-hmm. Because I don't care what religion you are or what faith you are, it plainly very says there are unseen things going on. Mm-hmm. 
And right. so at the Ott Hotel, there's a lot of unseen things going on. <laughs> So wow. when the when the ghost hunters investigated you, what what did they find in specifically? Just curious. Well, our biggest thing, and that's why we we don't publicize it extremely too much, is we have a porthole in this building. Oh, and we have proof that we have a porthole in this building, and we have people coming out of the porthole on video, and we have. Cameras and, and the infrared uh, video and infrared cameras and all kinds of equipment's been brought into this building. Mm-hmm. And there are some pictures I have and videos on my computer in my office that you just watch them walk, walk in and out of the mirror. Oh my God! You can literally see them. Wow! And you'll look in the mirror and you'll look and. A mirror should reflect the people that are standing in the hallway, should mm-hmm. reflect what's in the hallway. Mm-hmm. You'll look in the mirror, and it'll be totally black, like you're looking in a whole different universe. Oh, so, that's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why we have, we say we have so many, the ones we know about, and then we have extra ones that come in and, and out. And um, we're pretty sure we've had several investigation groups um, and we've had some that have just come and stayed for like a week and just set up cameras. Wow. And we had the uh, in, uh, Institute of Paranormal Investigations was here, and they set up in different rooms for a week. And um, it's just it, it's just weird and crazy. And <laughs> if you have not ever seen anything like it, you 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 want to judge and say, well. They did something to the tape, or they put that in the photo, or, you know, somebody was talking. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the point where you look at it yourself, or I'll be down there, this particular mirror is at the end of the hallway um, downstairs, mm-hmm. and my cleaning man, he'll go down there and he'll clean it, and I'll say, William, I thought you cleaned that mirror. And he said, mm-hmm. I did. And so I go down and clean that mirror, and before I stand up and turn around, the fingerprints are coming from the back side of the mirror. Oh. <laughs> and so it's it's very interesting. And coming coming oh. from a background of being a minister, right. it, it really, I don't know, it kind of made my faith even more. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's right. like, okay, well, there is something else going on. And there is something else out there that we can't see or we're not so privy to. And maybe we're just getting a little glimpse Mm -hmm. of what's to come or what's out there. So for me, it just makes my face better because it's like, hmm, there is something going on after I'm dead. So There you go. Right. You know. I better I, I better straighten up or we're going to be in serious trouble. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be coming through that mirror. Yeah, I'll be, I've had people say that. You're going to wind up staying at the Ott for eternity. I'm like, oh, please, no. <laughs> oh, no. No, so, I, don't, I don't want to stay forever. But um, it has been quite interesting um, going from being a complete non-believer, mm. complete skeptic to going, I can't explain that. And uh, <laughs> then to have the professionals come in, and then the professionals look at me, and they say, 
we can't explain that. I'm like, but you're the professional. You're supposed to be able to explain that. Good. And um, sometimes we get we get extra visitors that aren't aren't so pleasant. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, we've we've got a few pictures of some really nasty uh, things floating around in the hallway and. Um, mm-hmm. One a lady was here with her two teenage daughters recently, and we actually made a grand decision to send them home the same night after the tour because mm. um, they took a picture in the staircase, and the 15-year-old had this demonic-looking, kind of, to me, kind of looked like a monkey face sitting on her chest. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, and then there was this red thing across her, her face, and it was spelt out. It was a very ugly word, and it started with an S. Oh, jeez. And so the mother brought me that picture immediately, and I'm like, oh, y'all can't stay. No, no. This is y'all not good. can't stay. Yeah, I you, reckon you you're going to have to stay. go. Yeah, and so. Um, That's horrible. Yeah, so we, we finally had to make a grand decision that no one under the age of 16 is allowed to stay here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's a, that's very wise. I mean, that, I you know, a, a lot of people, yeah. you know, they they wouldn't do that. They just end it for the money, and that's it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. what, a lot of these videos and stuff are, are posted on uh, YouTube as well, right? Those are more. Um, what's on YouTube is more from. There's a few investigations on there, but most of those are individuals. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and so I always ask that uh, the guests that stay. Um, if they get anything or whatever they give us, we get a copy to put on the computer here. And mm-hmm. then I tell them, you know, you can post them or do whatever because that just – we're really not into it, like you said, for the money at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, most of our tours turn out to be um, later in the evening. We sit around in the dining room or the parlor here, and um, we pretty much discuss just – you know, life and why why this is, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we don't really do it on a large scale to be nationally known or anything like that because I went, I went on a couple of ghost tours, I'll just be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walked for two hours, and they had a little pointer, and they're like, oh, someone died up there, and someone died in that bed. And I'm like, can we go in there? And they're like, no. Can we go over there? No. Can we go in that cemetery? No. And I'm like, well, what good is that? Exactly. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of it's just evolved to what it's done is, is they come, they get the history tour, and then we go to the parlor and we turn on the computer, and they get to see all the stuff that you do not see on YouTube. Oh. Okay. All the good stuff is on the my good computer. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you better back that up. <laughs> yeah, it's all it's all it's all here it's all here in my parlor. And we sit down and we drink iced tea and we eat chocolate cake and we discuss the whole situation and you know I ask them what they think about it because that's the way I would want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to. I want them to come. I want them to be educated. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get ones from all over. Um, some that don't believe anything, like I was, to some mm-hmm. that are you know, way too hyped up when they get here. (laughs) Um, We've had people from Norway come to stay with us specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, We had a man fly in from Alaska 
<laughs> well, those people uh, are just trying to warm up. That's all that is. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, and of course, all over the United States, we had uh, one uh, couple in investigation group. There was four of them. They came from Japan. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So, um, a lot of it is they're looking for answers. Yeah. And I may not have the answers, but it's a good place to start because this is kind of a, a really different kind of place to come stay and mm-hmm. to see this stuff. It's not like going to a haunted house or somebody's house that has an extra spirit in it. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. multiples and the porthole, and they're coming and going constantly. Seems like you're pretty full up. <laughs> yeah, we're full all the time. No vacancies. <laughs> yeah, there are no vacancies. Not on um, our side, anyways. The place seems like, from the description, um, it was a real crossroads of life. It was. And, you know, to have that many different, vastly different people, you know, in this one kind of converging in this one place, I mean, maybe you can understand you know, why, you know, maybe that's why you have so many people coming through this portal or or whatever, but um, it's it's pretty amazing, you know, to think yeah, about well, that. Um, we had one of the investigators tell me uh, that since Europe has been this way forever, you know, they've lived hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds of years on top of each other. And, you know, you have, you know, thousands of years of people occupying the same property right Mm -hmm. and in texas being as as big and as wide as it is there's not a whole lot of places where you would have like we do at this particular spot 300 years of history right and so you're you're very correct in that assumption that with the hotel being right here, and this is right by the river, and we are on the main, even when the wagon trains came through and the walking paths for the Indians, we are sitting right there. So Hmm. this particular spot has had people on it for at least 300 years. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's exactly why, with the train depot being right across, catacornered from us, um, I'm sitting here talking to you and looking at it, um, (laughs) That how many hundreds of people came through here? Really? Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're right. And, and yeah. there's also a theory, too, because you said you're close to the river, that, that uh, flowing water also uh, can affect paranormal activity, too. So you may have, you know, a combination of things why it's, it's the way it is. Right. We have, the, we have the river, which is just right here. I mean, you can, you can almost, you know, spit and hit it. <laughs> Texas, Texas term, um, and then of course the train depot, which the train running and has been running since the depot was built in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So you have, and, and I was also told that the energy from the train coming by all the time on top of the property also stirs it up. Mm-hmm. Could be. And we then, have a, a question in our chat room from Ghost Girl says, "Has you have you ever had a medium come in?" I I would assume that you've probably had many. <laughs> We've had many, mm-hmm. but I've only accredited two. <laughs> ah. um, we had um, a couple of years ago, there was a little um, Spanish lady, and her and her niece came in, and she could not speak any English whatsoever. <laughs> and uh, 
they just stopped by one day, and she wanted to go through the hotel, and I was busy doing something, and I told them, I'll come find you when I'm done. Y'all go ahead and walk around. <laughs> and so I finally caught up with them upstairs on the second floor, and um, the niece started telling me things that, you know, the older lady was telling her, and I was like, she was spot on. Mm. I mean, just, just everything she said, she got it. Wow. And I kind of have a theory, you know, I'm I'm the skeptic here. If you're a psychic or a medium, I shouldn't have to tell you anything. That's true. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, we've had some come in, groups come in, you know, to investigate, and they're like, okay, so tell me this. And I'm thinking, you're the psychic, you should tell me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we have a man named James who lives in LaPorte, Texas, Um he is also a psychic and a medium, and he's been here many, many times. And um, he's just awesome. We were sitting in my office, and the group that the investigation group was setting up cameras and microphones and wiring the whole building, and we were sitting in my office. Now, remember at the beginning of this conversation, I told you about being upstairs and somebody touched my neck and my hair? Right. And... uh I was having this little fit. Well, <laughs> let me tell you the rest of that little fit, and then I will tell you what this psychic said. Okay. In my little fit upstairs and cussing out the person who's touching me, I said, oh, you will not touch me. You will not be in my bedroom. You will not be in my living room. You know, I'm giving them the rules here. <laughs> and And my exact word was, when I get to hell, I'm going to beat the you-know-what out of you. <laughs> so anyway, so this is like five years later, and the psychic's sitting in my office, and we're just talking about things. We're not talking about the hotel. He didn't want to know. He didn't even take the history tour. And we're sitting in there, and we're just talking. And he looks at me, and he says, So you're going to beat the hell out of him when you get to hell. And I looked at him and I said, what? And he repeated it. And I said, there's no way on earth you know. And I said, who told you that? And he said, Bob. Oh, stinky Bob. Stinky Bob. Yeah, and and, and that's exactly, I said, Bob who? I'm thinking of a real person, right? (laughs) And he said, Bob touched you and you had a fit. And you said if he ever touched you again, you were going to go to hell and beat the you-know-what out of him. Oh, jeez. And you were going to have him exercised out of the building. uh, And I said, that's exactly what I said. That's awesome. James gets to come by anytime James Uh, wants to come by. There you go. Love Uh, it. I hate to tell you this, but that bell was the pizza bell, which means pizza from the dead is here, so we've got to wrap it up. Oh. but we want to thank you so much for being on the show. And if we ever get on to Tyler, Texas, maybe we'll uh, take a road trip over there and check oh, out the Art Hotel. I, you're invited anytime. Oh, thank you, Susan. Thank That's you so much for trip. having me on. So, <laughs> Susan, uh, we've been speaking with Susan uh, McCain of the Art Hotel in Liberty, Texas. And thank you so much for being on the show. And uh, uh, have a good night. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. Susan. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah. Great. We ran out of time. So time to go. So next time. So next time. (laughs) I guess, right? Yes. 
Yeah, okay. we'll talk to you again next week. And everybody, thanks for listening. Good night and God bless. Good night. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law. If you're ready